Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays Amin's floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get Amin in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show Hey, listener, Zach Harper here, Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467369. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Las Vegas. You are listening to the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast, where we give our black-ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. I'm your host, Bethany, and I'm joined by my friends, Meek and Elizabeth. What's up, y'all? What up? Hey, what's happening, man? Yo, <laughs> before we jump into the show, can I rant for, like, two seconds? Yeah, it's your show. You can do what you want. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I am exhausted. I am tired. I have reached that point where I am tired of being an adult. I am tired of holding everything together, being the glue, taking care of this person, that person. I'm tired of neglecting myself and the things that I want to do. And I'm tired of paying bills in this motherfucker. I am tired of (laughs) this pandemic and how this has changed everything, um, except for bills still being due. Like, right. we still have to get up and be adults. Our children are still doing school and are expected to like continue to perform at high levels, just as we are through this pandemic and I'm just like pissed. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I need to put my foot down and be like, you know what? Why everything else is paused? Why do I still have to act like things are normal? And I don't get to take time out to make sure that my mental health is okay. And my physical health is okay. Like why are we still expected to just continue adulting like everything hasn't drastically changed? I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm exhausting. exhausting. I'm exhausted. I feel, I feel like that's the that's the um how can I say? Like the gotcha bitch of adulting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because nobody tells you about this. Like anytime like you can go on social media or even before social media, even before there was a time of social media, you have so many different people from all over the place of you can be whatever you want to be. You put your mind to it. You can do it. You know, <laughs> that bullshit, right? And, but no one tells you just of like how exhausting this shit really is. You know, like I had the thought the other day of like, you know, I have aspirations and goals in my life, you know, and, you know, you have to develop discipline and mm-hmm. um, all that, uh, all that bullshit in order to obtain these damn goals. And, you know, I had a really good day one day where I woke up 
ethic, worked out, you know, got everything on my to-do list done. It was very, what they would call a productive day. And then a bitch was tired. You know, I ate, I slept. I think I even got, you know, you know, I think I even pleasured myself that day. So it was a really good day. And then a thought came to me and I was like, I think a, a thought came to me, it was like, bitch, you gotta wake up and do this shit all over again tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And just the simple thought of that just like made me say fuck it. <laughs> like, yes. I just say fuck it. Like I I ain't doing this shit tomorrow, you know? But yeah. like that's the issue that I have. So it's like I have you and it's like to 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 think that you have to do all this shit to be considered like you don't have to. You technically don't have to. We know this, okay? But if you want to obtain certain goals, like, you have to have days like that. And so, because of that, that is considered to be a good day. But the great creator did not place me here on this earth to just wake up and go to sleep doing the same shit over and over and over again. Like, it really did not. And I think that's the part that I'm having a hard time digesting. It's like, it's like an inner battle within myself where like, I'm like, no, I do want this life. You know, I do want this certain life. I do want, you know, to achieve certain goals for myself. Shit, fuck what everyone else thinks, just for myself, for my son. But like, I don't- Having to do it day in and day out every single day i am tired i miss i just want to be a baby i want to be taken care of i want someone to hug me when i'm upset i want to be able to cry and not be like you know don't let my son see me cry can't let him see me cry like trying to hold everything together at all times and not be able to you know you can't show your frustration it's like bruh so there are adults you know in the generations before us who are like oh that's just life but no you guys didn't have to go through this during a pandemic. So things are different. Bills is different. Not besides the pandemic. Our bills are different than what our parents were doing back in the day. I, I was just about yeah. to say, like, besides the pandemic, like, and I, I'm going to be honest. And, I, you know, if you are from this generation, if I offend you, I don't fucking care. Because I said what I said. Um, since I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out to my mama's generation, all right? I love my mama yeah. dearly, and this is not to her personally, but, like, the world that you know it, the world that you grew up, not even grew up in, the world that you worked in, the world where you experienced your 20s and 30s, no longer exists. That That's corporate true. ladder, that corporate ladder that you speak, that you think of, that pension is non-existent. Social security, damn near non-existent. You know, all of these safety nets that your generation had, we no longer have. Granted, we do have a trade-off where it's like, I do think that this is the market where like, if a man truly wanted to create create his him, himself and build his own, this is the market to do that. I do think that that's the trade-off that we have so many, um, that we have, we have, uh, available to us so many different resources and you know just with the internet alone but that still doesn't remove the work and i'm gonna be honest i'm still trying to it's just certain shit and it's, it, it just baffles me that we as a people have just put our heads down and said oh yeah this is okay this works this is yeah. this is it 
this is the system that works. Like, what kind of fucking math is our government doing? The average, the average rent was like twelve to fourteen hundred dollars, and technically, according to like fi- financial advisors, your rent is supposed to be a third of your income. Well, a third of that is forty thousand a year, but our minimum wage is only a measly seven dollars. Like, who the fuck is doing this math? Like. That's the part I do not understand. Why the fuck is cell phone bills so much? I don't understand that. Girl. I do how is it forty dollars per line? Like I don't fucking understand this shit. Why you know is the bill four or five dollars? Why am I paying and then my bougie ass, my and, and say what the fuck y'all wanna say. I am bougie, I am picky. My bougie ass went and bought water today. Shit is eleven fucking dollars. Like we can't even get decent water, dog. Can't even get a fucking <laughs> fucking water. That's right? That just doesn't make sense to me. Look, and it's like so, even even little simple things that you do to enjoy yourself, the cost that comes with it from like, you know how a lot of us don't have cable. We don't pay a cable bill. But in place of that, now we have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max. Sling and all these different programs that's basically equaling up to is adding up to what a cable bill is. Yeah, so here I am, like cutting, I'm sitting here cutting back, like, up, I'm gonna let that go, I'm gonna let that go. And everybody who's using my account's like, hey, uh, did did you change the password? No, I disconnected that hoe because I don't get a chance (laughs) to enjoy it because I gotta work my ass off. Yeah. yeah. If I can't, then no one else can, unless you want to. Nobody pay. else is watching. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. I'm, I'm cutting the shit, bro. Shit, shit. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'll trade Netflix in and all this shit in any day just to go to Hollywood Video. Fuck the bullshit. Give me my Hollywood Video account back. You know what I'm saying? And this is the shit that people have to be wary of because everyone is so gang ho on technology, technology, technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, just other, I, I had a conversation with a man at Target today where it's like, yeah, y'all go ahead and stand in line at these damn self checkouts if y'all fucking want to. Y'all gonna wake up and all your fucking jobs are gonna be gone. And, and but guess what? You gonna still have to pay that high ass rent and that high ass electricity bill. And they gonna expect you to fucking figure it out. Yeah. So the same shit that happened to fucking. Hollywood video and all this other shit is gonna fucking happen <laughs> to these damn. You, you see these stores shutting down, stores are shutting down left and right. Amazon taking over everywhere. Yeah, mm. fuck it. Yeah, so that's that's my rent. I'm, I'm tired good. of adulting, and I need someone to come give me a big hug and tell me it's gonna be all right and that they'll pay all my bills for me. Fuck it. I'm taking my <laughs> ass to the North Wall. I'm becoming a crow with Jon Snow. Fuck the bullshit. <laughs> Fuck the bullshit. Um, I don't know what show that is, but I've never seen it. It's a Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. That show. The show that disappointed everybody at the end? Is that the one? Yeah, it did. But it was rushed, though. I believe they only have, like, seven episodes. I mean, six episodes. All the other seasons have ten. I want to know what was the drama behind that. Like, why did they rush it and end it so, like, like that? I don't know, so, but I, I remember being on Twitter while everyone was watching it and was just so pissed at the but, ending. But to be honest, they probably just, because, like, like a lot of the, like, I'm only on season five, and they put in the past, in the past seasons, they put so much work into character building. Like, it, it, it. 
honestly, it probably just like they probably just got tired of this shit because it was like it was so <laughs> intricate. They were like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Burn all this shit. End this shit all. Like I, I, we're I, I done. Can't, no, really, because you'll see a child in in a season ago, and then all of a sudden, like the child is growing up, but in the background, and all of a sudden, the child is like there. You know what I mean? It's like. Okay, yeah, it's like that. It's like crazy intricate like that. Yeah. Oh and gosh. everyone's Dude, like connected. All into and it. Okay, what did y'all say? Yeah, you talking about? No, I like say? it. Oh. You make it fun of me because I watch <laughs> Game of Thrones. I, I'm not making fun. I just love your excitement every time you watch it. And when I come over and you just like tuned in, tuned in. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching Snowfall. I know, like, it's in what, like, season five or something like that? Four? I don't know. But um, I'm on season one. I'm on episode... I'm about to start episode five. This show is crazy. And I already already told you how I feel. When it comes to, like, shows that are really intense and, you know, some violence and some wild, crazy shit happening, I have to take a break between the episodes to kind of, like, get my life together. Because I'm like, that was a lot to take in. I need some... I need some comedic relief to like let me laugh that shit off because right, do I you saw, have nightmares? I don't yeah. have nightmares, but they do like certain things will end up in my dreams, like a character from a show or like something. That used pop to happen to me when I was younger, but that don't that don't really happen. To that me happens anymore. to me with those demonic ass scary movies. I don't play with that shit. Don't don't try to come up in my house with that shit. We ain't watching that shit. The, if they over here speaking tongues, Latin, any pig Latin, any Latin. Type of, any of that shit, pig Latin, like we ain't watching that shit. We not watching that shit at all. Okay, so y'all watch Coming to America, the sequel. Uh-oh. Yeah, that shit was trash. I fuck. <laughs> oh, bro, please go ahead and go in, go in. Here, I was watching that shit, and I mean, I was in and out. I can't believe we made it to the end. It was horrible. It was horrible. The acting what was horrible? This the whole. It, it to me, it felt like everything. Everything was rushed. It, it felt like it. The like they didn't take their time with it. It was just like, like the part killed me is when like I guess they was at the daddy funeral. And he was just sitting there, and then all of a sudden he goes, I'm about to die. And then, Bro, that was the funniest yeah, part. What are you funny. talking about? It's not funny. Yeah, I'm not with you now. It's, it's comedy. It's comedy. Uh, it's comedy. It's comedy. Bro, I was crying. He was like, yeah, let's have a funeral. This nigga died at his funeral. How How did you miss it? He didn't even die yet. That's crazy. He was in the I thought you was gonna bring up something else. I didn't think you were gonna bring up that part because that part was actually that was actually funny. Uh, it was funny. Go, you go ahead and rant because I thought the whole thing was trash. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, B. Give him yeah, some give, give him love. Go, give give him love. Okay. No, okay. Like first, first of all. First of all, I was trying my best to avoid spoilers. And so, of course, everyone's like, oh, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. So I'm like, it could have been that bad. I, I feel like it couldn't have been that bad. So I'm like, all right, let me just watch this with an open mind. First of all, I don't like sequels like this to something so 
major in like black pop culture, we don't have to do a remake of everything, but whatever. Cool. Everybody's still alive. Let's do this shit while we still got everybody with us. Cool. Whatever. But at one point, I was like, this is a musical. Did you get musical vibes? It almost felt like I was watching I did. Empire. In some parts, in some parts, yeah. I got that. Like I feel like I was watching Empire for a minute. Like you had Hakeem. Uh, Empire you know, is better than was way better than that. No. Negative. Empire okay. So I I didn't I didn't think it was that bad. It was just really nice to see all the callbacks, like how they, you know, kind of okay. paid homage to all of the characters that were created and the outfits and the things but i'm trying to figure out i have never seen the guy who plays lavelle is he it was this like his breakout moment or is he from like a tv show that i probably haven't seen before his name is um jermaine fowler i thought you know it was pretty dope but the person who made the movie for me was leslie jones she was yeah shit, As shit. harry and tracy <laughs> Funny as shit. Like, no, oh, she definitely made that movie. Yeah. Leslie Jones. No, for sure. The shit. Like, yeah, from the moment funny. she was on screen, from yeah. the moment her first opening line, hilarious. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. Yeah, she did perfect. a really good job. But this also, okay, so I really didn't care for the acting, but the first coming to America, the acting was, it was Great. just like, what? No, I felt like it was better. I like the first movie of Coming to America. I felt like it was more. I, I don't know. We're not going to say that. They, it was, it was great acting. Okay, I wouldn't say great acting, but I felt like it was greater than this one. Two. I because I think because it is such a huge movie that people love so much that to do anything with it, people are just going to automatically have you know a critical eye with it. I no, didn't want to take it so seriously. I went in with, with, like, okay, let me really see what this is about because I just, I had no idea. And <laughs> I was disappointed, to be completely honest. So, but like you said, the, call, the, callback, the, callbacks, the callbacks were good. Like, you know, like seeing all of the faces and everybody getting all older in there, you know what I'm saying? What <laughs> Coming back doing it all. What would have made it better I, for I you? Just, I just feel like they should have took their time with. I felt like, I, honestly, I felt like it was rushed. Like it just wasn't. It, it wasn't. Been, it, all wasn't it, it wasn't like. It wasn't like it had the story to it. To me, was kind of cheesy. The original story is cheesy. Mm, that's your opinion. <laughs> I didn't think it. Was the original story is cheesy. More, like, I we felt have like a- it was a more of a good love story. This one was like. How did he get his, the sun popped up up out of nowhere? Like that's it's a comedy. I though. feel like, it's like I feel like I feel like you guys are talking about two okay. different cheesies because I feel like Eddie Murphy made the movie w- wanting it to be cheesy. Like he he like attacked so many different stereotypes on both ends on like yep. the African American and also the African. So yeah, there is a sense of cheesiness in the original, but then also the point that I think both of you guys are missing is that the the time frame of which the movies are created like that time frame of comedy was so raw you know what i mean like like motherfuckers was not afraid to say shit that was not pc and now we are in such a hypersensitive like climate like you know just 
all around the world that like the slightest gay excuse my language well i'm gonna say it the gay joke or whatever it would have been a complete protest of this movie and so i i'm gonna be honest i i agree mostly with e i don't think that it was rushed but i think that they that they wrote it with a a conscious um a cautious hand and i thought i was under the belief that it was different writers till i looked it up and it's the same exact fucking writers and they also got Kenya, 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 Kenya Bears. Kenya Bears. Kenya Bears. Kenya Bears. Yeah. Well, is that his name? The comedian. The the the. Yeah. And and I'm shocked because I would think that it would be like more, you know, like pushing the envelope and more like. Wait, like, Kenya Bears who wrote Blackish or Keenan Ivory Wayans? Which which one? No, no, Kenya Bears. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, Kenya. that guy, the guy who came out with the with the 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 um show about his own life. Yeah. And like Black. people had all Black these like different. Black. Yeah, Black as fuck. So yeah. what I felt like, I felt like coming to America, the sequel was made for all ages to watch. Where I felt exactly. like exactly family so, friendly. So, yeah, it was family friendly. So they kind of wrote it to be acceptable for everybody to watch. Like it's an oh. Amazon special. Anyone can watch this. No, that's where they went wrong. That is where they went wrong. That's yeah, like it was a lot of moments. I was busting out laughing. Like I, no. I mean, I get the cheesiness, and I see what they were trying to do. Not saying it was like a perfect movie, because I really what I did. Would you watch like, it again? <laughs> yeah, Would you I watch did. it again? Twice. Twice. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I'm not with it. I'm not I'm with not. it at all. Anything is like it's like I get it. I like I'm like like granted, if 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 coming to America one never existed and they came out with this, I'd be like, oh, it's cute. I wouldn't I wouldn't um, judge it so so harshly. But it's like I can't even show my son the original. You get what I'm saying? So why even make this one family friendly? Like no. And also I'm tired of all this family friendly shit. I need some shit for my motherfucking self. <laughs> like, yes, honey. So, like I no, do not make coming to America fucking family friendly. Also, also, I see where a lot of the budget went. It went to these like lavish ass costumes, which I love. But this hair, I'm tired of these movies and the cutting makeup. their fucking mm. hair and makeup budgets. Like we have all these HD cameras now. You cannot fucking do that. The type of makeup you did in Coming to America One, you cannot fucking do that shit in Coming to America Two. Many people had fucking makeup where it looked like somebody from a morgue did their makeup. Like like they looked light. Like there was no life in them. I get it. Majority of the cast is old as fuck now. But like you you can still, you know. Add some bronzer in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Also, what's up with them <laughs> unnecessarily putting wigs on people? His son did not fucking need a wig, dog. Didn't need a wig. That was just unnecessary. Why was he dressed like that? I didn't. I was confused as to what time frame they was pulling from because he was dressed as though he was like in like the nine nine two thousands. I'm like, who the fuck is dressed <laughs> like this right now? Who has on a orange, blue, white plaid, short sleeve shirt with a belt, shiny buckle? Like who? Who the? What Tim's on? Like that's how they dress in Queens. That might like, be. You know, that's how. That's how y'all dressing in Queens. I need to I know, know this. 
We need to get somebody from Queens on here. If I was from Queens, I would be pissed. Like, I'm, I'd be up fucking set. Like, really, though. Like, did she say baby back bullshit? She oh did. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yo, yeah. I it, It's a couple of things where I was like, mm, no. You know what I'm saying? I think Arsenio, Arsenio Hall did a good job, you know. Um, but, yeah, that storyline was weak as fuck, yo. It was yeah. weak. I'm not watching that again. I'm not going to show that to Elijah. Like, I'm not going to, like, no. You know, Beth- I Bethany, gave them Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bethany, what was your best part? I told you, the funeral was my favorite part. But, yeah, that I don't, it was just unexpected. He was like, yeah, let's have a funeral oh, before Wesley I die. Snipes. But what, I was about to say, Wesley Snipes was incredible. Yeah. He, did he, he did a good job. He did a good job. I was thinking, I was like, yeah. But also, also, too, like I, I did enjoy the HBCU, like oh, you know, it. yeah, like how they did that, where like the general Loki like acts as though he's, uh, you know, the head of like an HBCU band. I'm like, okay, I get that, you know. Um, I wish Tiana Taylor's, uh, um, uh, her character had a bit more. I um and Rick Ross a oh, whack ass accent like oh, that's terrible figured, you know what, they like, they it's <laughs> like his eyes got big and shit like, it was bro. weird it was so weird to watch but I understand they filmed the movie the majority of the movie was filmed at his house so I was like okay let's give me a, a speaking role but yeah that that wasn't that wasn't a great performance I really, but. I, I, I wonder, like, what, like, how do Africans view this movie? I had listened to a podcast not that long ago, uh, like, a couple of days ago, and they were talking about the diaspora between, you know, African-Americans and uh, Africans. And, you know, things, you know, like, why, why don't we get along type of conversation? But they were speaking about some of the stereotypes and stuff. So I, I am interested to know, like, you know, they probably think it's funny as shit, or they probably don't. So, but I'm interested to know what the views are. My son's my son's dad thinks that the original coming to America is hilarious. He thought it was great. So I wonder what he's gonna think about this new one. Um I first of all, I don't like Eddie Murphy's accent. It is it's so lazy. Okay, so Eddie Murphy is my favorite stand-up comedian. Okay. And watching this confirms my feelings about him going back into doing stand-up because everyone's like he hasn't done anything since raw and delirious and you know since the 80s i think he should keep it that way be the king of stand-up don't come back and ruin the greatness don't ruin your reputation because i he's still funny in interviews and everything that i see him in but this movie i was like where is eddie murphy at it just didn't seem funny. He didn't seem funny to me at all. It was lazy. So that was the. But you know what? It, you know what he gave me? He gave me like Doctor Doolittle, the sequel Eddie Murphy. Not even the original Doctor Doolittle. Like he gave me like the sequel, you know, I was one. And it's his some, performance. And and I was too because you know what? Martin had the same you know journey within his career, but I feel like in Bad Boys, the 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 most recent yeah. one, he. 
that was Martin. You know what I mean? Like he, he was still funny it. as shit. Right. Like, he was still funny as shit. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say though. How, but like, okay, but low key, you just contradicted yourself because you were like, oh, it's family friendly. Eddie Murphy cannot show up to something family friendly and be fucking like, you like those are two different Eddie Murphys. Those are two what? different Eddie Murphys. We're talking about Shrek, Eddie Murphy. Bro. He can still be funny. Bro, low-key Shrek was, is inappropriate, like, if we're being honest. Like, if you and listen to a funny. lot of that shit, like, it's inappropriate as fuck, and it's not, that's it's why really it's funny. not, it's <laughs> not, it's really not, uh, it's really not family-friendly, inappropriate as fuck. <laughs> we can still have some inappropriate family-friendly comedy. Like, it's Eddie nah, Murphy, you know you're no. going to get that. And so that's why, that's the one thing that I was disappointed, like, where was my favorite... Uh-huh. Act my favorite comedian actor, and then also see, and I know like some might not like like this too, like, and this is the thing too that just fucks me up. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but the bathers have bras on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like it. And granted, I'm not trying to say like girls need to go and show their nipples, but like that, like I feel like even though it was cheesy and it wasn't completely true to like African culture. I still do think that there was some, like, a little bit of authenticity in there a little bit. I don't know. This one just seemed very fucking plastic. Like, the damn bathers had nude bras on. And I'm like, bro. What the hell like, is going on? Just give them a whole new outfit then. Like, don't even try to replicate or, like, try to, like, yeah, yeah replicate that scene. Just give the bathers, just shit, put them in full on, full, like, fully clothe them now. Make it a shower instead of a fucking bath or something. Like, don't have them wear Yo. this dressing with a bra on. Yo, so speaking of, you know, them changing, like, the outfit, so there's been some photos that come out from the new uh, Space Jam remake uh, starring LeBron James. Um, Lola Bunny has a new look. She isn't as, like, sexy <laughs> as she was in the original movie. So in the original, Lola Bunny is wearing like a crop top jersey and some little booty shorts. Her little bunny uh, tail is sticking out the back. And, you know, she got a little cat eye makeup. She's looking all cute and shit. But now her look is more sporty. So she has on more of a, a normal jersey. She has on regular shorts. It even has like compression shorts underneath. So you see no, no midriff. Ain't no titties popping out, you know. It's just you get a a like a classic athlete looking character. <laughs> Have you guys seen the photo? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Because for some reason there are what a is, lot of people. What, I didn't. I didn't see. The, I didn't. I didn't see the black. The backlash part. Like neither. Yeah, like what they say. There. So for the listeners who haven't, you know, heard. There are some people who are upset that they have changed Lola Bunny's look. They were like, so what happened to, you know, why why does she not have any titties and ass and you can't see her hips and the shape of her body? It's like, bro, it is a whole bunny rabbit, an animated bunny. Why are we pressed to, to see this yeah, fictional character weird. shape? That's that weird? weird as fuck. And it's not even about, it's not even about, like, femininity. It's about, like, basketball. So they, you're supposed to be looking at the ball, not the fucking bunny boobs. So I feel like it's a lot of guys who was like nine or 
seven years old when a original. Right. Yo, I think so. Yo, wait, 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 wait. They have um, corn Jack, from the Jack Harlow. Time out. I think Jack Harlow has a has an interview where he admits to like there's certain cartoons that when he was younger, he used to be yeah. like. Yes, he did. He absolutely said that. I think he did mention Lola Bunny as being like a crush of his from from his childhood. And so it's like these guys who grew up seeing Space Jam when they were like six and they're looking to like have their childhood (laughs) crush come back. And it's like, wait, where's the ass and titties? It's like, nigga, are you okay? Are you getting pussy or no? What's going on? Like, how can you be so pressed? But I'm excited to see the remake. Um, I saw just, Don. Can, I saw Don Cheadle. Stop with the remakes. Remakes, please. So, like, oh. niggas, niggas, like, I'm going to be oh, honest. Dude. Like, them taking on these sequels like this, the way that they doing it, first off, is lazy. I feel like if, if for every sequel that, like, that doesn't meet up to standard, that's, that, Either money needs to be taken away, jobs need to be taken away, something. Like, and are we going to start having award shows where it's just nothing but fucking sequels? Like, y'all are not doing a good job. And all I got to say is if one of y'all motherfuckers touch my love, Jones, we're going to have a motherfucking problem. <laughs> I'm going to be at the dough. I'm going to be you know at what? You, might, you might hate me. You might hate me for this, but what the fuck would a sequel about Love Jones be about anyway? Shit, what the fuck oh, a sequel about fucking Space Jam be about? Like, what the fuck the sequel it's of Cartoons to America? What the it's fuck would a, what, what a sequel of Coming to America be about? Like, the fuck? Like, they they married uh, Nina and uh, uh, Darius Mary, and then they're their love child, or he had a love child with the girl that he left for Nina. Like, girl, they, they, they reaching. They be reaching for now, and all I have to say, if they try to remake or create a sequel from Love Jones, even a fucking sitcom, I'm mm-hmm. going to have an issue. I'm going to have a fucking issue. I don't so care. You know they have a Best a best hurt. Man series coming out. No. But they're calling no. back. They're calling back all of the characters. Now, I will say, Best Man mm-hmm. Holiday was an incredible remake. That was good. I, they that did was, that I, was, I, they I did that say incredible, right. but it was good. Bruh, how? What? Okay, all right. What was wrong with it? What was wrong with best that's, man holiday? Nothing was wrong with it. I just wouldn't say incredible, but it was good. No, but that, but their cast is pretty strong, though. Like no. they got a lot of strong thespians in their cast. Like, Amer- come to America. D- I mean, they did, but they didn't. Also, Morgan Freeman. Let's can we say this? Can we point this out real quick? I know I'm kind of like going backwards, but it's crazy how Morgan Freeman is the only one that looks the same and sound the same. From like, even though he wasn't in the original around the time of the original, he looked the same, and now everyone has caught up to Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Let's just say that. (laughs) Yo, so what I said is that Eddie Murphy looks like one of the old characters that he played in life. Bruh. Uh, no, no, right. <laughs> right. Or isn't it crazy how when he paid the barbershop guy, it really didn't look that bad? Like that character didn't look that I'm like, bro, like that that looks like you. That fits you. And then I told I told Elizabeth, I was like, bro, like when he came out as a sexual chocolate the on the original, they had to give him a belly. He had, he wore his own belly 
<laughs> it was a scene where Eddie Murphy was talking to Wesley Snipes, and I was so distracted by Eddie Murphy's stomach sticking out. I was like, "Is is this fake? Is he supposed yeah. to be like this big, big dude now? Like he's just a lazy king or so, like prince or whatever? No, like what? They were hiding it. What are you talking yeah, about? They, that ain't fake. they were hiding because that Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy when it was when he was a. Uh, Fighting with his daughters, and he came. He had yeah. that black girl. Boy, he did this. It was like a solar eclipse. I was like, "Oh damn, Ooh, Eddie. <laughs> not Eddie, no, Yo. Eddie." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think the Space Jam remake is gonna bring in a lot of money because it's just a new generation of like basketball fans. Like our my, Michael Jordan was our Michael Jordan back in the day. Now this these days, the kids love LeBron. <laughs> The kids love, you know, Dame Lillard and uh, Steph Curry. So it's just a completely different generation. It's almost like two generations that we've skipped over to get to this new Space Jam. That, I, think, I think that's what my issue is, is that they're waiting way too long for these sequels. Well, but this was, supposed, this was supposed to happen a long time ago. And honestly, I can't believe that. I, I thought they were going to scratch and say, you know what? We've been talking about this movie for like 10 years and we're just now making it happen. LeBron is about to be 40. Not really, but still, because they always had his name in talks of doing this movie. But I was like, when are they going to do it? Like, it's an animated animated film where he just has to show up and do some green screen, blue screen stuff and interact with these cartoon characters that they can put in whenever the fuck. Like, why are we just now getting pictures? We haven't even seen the trailer yet. Nigga, I'm tired. I don't even want to see the movie no more. Oh, now you don't want to see it. Now we gonna I see this. Moment. We gonna you gonna watch this shit. I'm gonna watch it, of course, because you know I love that. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait. So does this mean does this mean that somebody is gonna redo R. Kelly? I believe I could fly because I'm just saying. Oh, you know, I'm just saying. My son asked me if he could listen to that song. Sorry, baby, I'm not gonna play that. Okay, we can't listen to that. He was like, okay. But it's just like, why do I have to explain to my son like we can't listen to R. Kelly in his house? Sorry, we live in. Yeah, but yeah, I wonder. Like, Space Jam was one of my favorite soundtracks back in the day. That was a dope soundtrack. Which yeah, what was it? Sixty Nine Boys when it, you know, come the, on the, in jam. Yeah, hey, come on in. Yeah. D'Angelo had a song on there. I found my smile again. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe this will bring a dope soundtrack. Get, like, Chance the Rapper or somebody on there. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. what is a kid? What is a kid-friendly? What? Who's going to be on a kid-friendly soundtrack these days? Like, who? who is there? Cardi B. They going to put some bullshit uh, like that. <laughs> Lola's rap-looking ass. Like, don't be surprised. Oh Okay, look, first, let me go back to Coming to America real quick. The songs, I really just wanted to kind of, like, pull my ears off. Megan Thee Stallion had a song, and queen. the rap was I'm a queen, so- I'm a queen, I'm a queen. I'm a queen. <laughs> queen, queen, queen. Like, I get it. You have to make it friendly for the movie, but damn. Yeah. That See? shit be like, what? Come to... Come to the other side, B. Just come, just come no, on over. That movie was funny as shit to me. I was, I was laughing. I, I, I enjoyed it. B, were you high? So the first time I watched it, yes. The second time, no. And I was still, I was still laughing. 
Because that's why I was like, you know what? I watched it high. I need to see this again to make sure, like, <laughs> this shit was actually funny. But was <laughs> it, it was still funny to me. Um, trash. Trash so, another thing that people were talking about on Twitter recently was that um, Jay-Z has sold his majority ownership of title. He has passed it on to Jack. You know, Jack is the owner or the creator of Twitter and Square. So, you know what? Let me pull up the little article so I can get this right. This article. I don't know. Where is it? Where is it? Where Jay-Z, you know, is no longer the majority owner of my favorite um, music streaming service. (laughs) (laughs) I love Tidal. And it wasn't because it was like black owned or whatever. I just think it flowed better. B. Me, Me being... Me being the type of person that when I listen when I listen to music, I like to know who made it, who wrote it, who's on production, who's this. And title was always the the um the company so you can click on the credits and read the credits. Apple, I think they do that now. I think Spotify do it, they do it now as well. But title was always first. And they always had more content when it came to music videos. So when when you guys come over to my house and I'm playing music videos, like I think I always play videos, I'm playing it from title because I don't want to use YouTube. I don't want no ads. I'm not paying for none of that shit. And also, every time you log onto YouTube, they always tell you like, oh, try YouTube Premium and no ad, like enough. But title is my shit. So Jay Z bought title in 2015 for 56 million. He sold it for. 297 million. Um, but people are giving him hell because he sold it to a white man. They say because he preaches black owned this and you know, buy your own, whatever, why sell it? So people are giving him hell for selling title. What do you guys think about that? Is he doing good business or is he being contradictory? Go ahead, me. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. I mean, this man tells you how he's set up. Also, I challenge what you say, Bethany, because every time you always mention title, that's your leading argument is that, you know, support our people and black owned and stop giving your money to these da 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 da. That was your leading argument. Yes. Stop giving your money. Bro, I've heard you say this to me. Apple or Spotify. I love the way Title looks. They're like the first app that I had on my phone that gives you the options. I didn't. It's just a dark app. It it visually looks better. I didn't say that you do not like it, but what I said is your leading argument when talking about streaming as to why you support Title is because it was black owned. That is what my. That is what I'm challenging. So anywho, but it also sounds better. um, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, I'm gonna be honest, uh, what that man eat don't make me shit. And, um, I'm, I'm tired of people idolizing these false ass prophets. Like, it's cool, you, you know, for people of a certain, that's like, I'm not about to, um, involve myself within, uh, argument of a certain tax bracket. I, I, I really don't know what was his whole, um, motive behind doing whatever he was doing. Um, and I really don't give a fuck. I, I'm not on Tidal. Um, that was just, and I really don't have no reason as to why I didn't join Tidal. But, like, yeah. 
I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Liz? What do you think about Jay-Z's criticism? Do you think he's doing good business or should he have kept it and probably grown it a little bit more? Um, yeah, the whole thing with his business aspect, I, I'm, I'm not really in tune with it. I mean, I've seen it. I've skimmed through the whole situation, but like, I don't know what this man is doing or not doing. But also, and, how, how can people who who make a certain amount of money tell tell someone who makes man. this type of money like that he's making bad business? You know what I'm saying? I do think that like we do need to start owning our own shit. So I I do agree with that argument. But like to like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Jay-Z. It changes nothing for me. I love the way title works. I love the way it sounds. The quality is just really dope. So if Um, another black streaming site comes out, are you going to, are you going to support it? Yeah. You going to support both at the same time? Yeah. I I still pay for Apple. I still pay for Spotify, but I use title. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I do I do think that people should start like really um like put into consideration on who they deem as like their leaders, you know what I mean, of the community. Granted, yes, you know, Jay Z always speaks about black owned and black profit and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm just but trying to figure out why day, people are so disappointed. Like I, I was trying to figure out like what okay, so what? That man just but, made an incredible business deal. Shouldn't that be inspirational? But also the part that's being left out of the story is I believe he be, he he has he became a part of the board or something. Like he also has like damn, I can't remember from the article. I saw it where it says something like it's either like he has like a chair on the board or something with like um with Square, which is major because we're moving into a um space where um yeah. you know electric currency bitcoin all that other bullshit is about to become cash is going out cash is no longer you know king you know and so it's going to be that so to to like get his foot into that that was actually a a, a major move and if I'm, so, if I'm if we're being honest i would rather have i would rather look at someone to have a part of that in the beginning instead of looking at someone with streaming like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it's really going to matter, like, eventually, I think. So So it says Square is acquiring a majority ownership stake and title through a new joint venture, with the original artists becoming the second largest group of shareholders and Jay-Z joining the Square board. It said, uh, so Jack asked, why would a music streaming company and a financial services company join forces? We about to see. Yeah, I think it's this shit is, going I think on. It's, I think it's I think it's really big. Something big is about to happen. Yeah, and everybody who is talking on. shit about and, and those who are talking shit about this are probably gonna um bite their tongue. So yeah. yeah. I think it's dope. I would love to buy join or buy something, grow it into something spectacular, and sell that hoe. Yes, I would love to do that. If I could make Bikini Honey the number one swimsuit company in the world and people are like bidding to to buy it and take it off my hands, absolutely. And I wouldn't right. look at another swimsuit a day in my life. <laughs> Happily. <laughs> Happily. 
<laughs> I'd be in my be vacation on. home in Zanzibar naked. Who needs a bikini? In Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Baba. What's, what was the name of that damn <laughs> elephant? <laughs> hey, Baba. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out of here, nigga. Shit. Take it. Here you go. And here's all of my inventory and then some. But yeah. So, um, real quick, I wanted to talk about something or someone that I just never, I give him no attention, like none. But I was scrolling Instagram one day and um, Hollywood Unlocked made a post about China making it a requirement to enter their, that foreigners, in order to enter their country, they would have to take an anal swab test for COVID because apparently that's supposed to give you the best and most accurate results. Um, and I was like, okay, that's crazy. Um, I'm not taking my ass to China to get swabbed. Right, so and my ass. None of my, none of my business. Uh, you're gonna, but I you're thought, stripping. So you know, when you're, when you're scrolling Instagram, you see like the, the top comment from someone who has like, who's verified, who has like a million, you know, followers or whatever. And it was from Takashi69. And it said, and he he uh, commented, he was like, Little Nas X has entered the chat. And I was like, Lord, Little Nas X doesn't, like, he ain't out here. He don't bother nobody. You he know, leave that little he, boy alone. He is nothing but, he just loves to have fun on the internet. He really doesn't bother anybody. So I was like, why? But I just kept scrolling until the next morning I'm on Twitter and Little Nas X posted, because I actually follow him on Twitter. He posted a video of him kind of like dancing and then a screenshot pops up on the side where Takashi 69 basically DM'd him like, hey, what's up in like October? And then the other one that was underneath was I'm in L.A. What's up or where you at type shit like, you know, he's looking for him. And it made everybody go crazy because I think people already had like a feeling that Takashi Six Nine is probably you know he he gives trade tees you know he be wearing them rainbow lace fronts and people just don't know what's going on with this boy but yeah which makes me wonder you think there's some other people in Lil Nas X's DMs like if his DMs ever leaked I think that shit would be crazy. Man, that shit would be golden. You want to talk about, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But you know what's so crazy, though, is that, like, like the fact that, like, just because a man hit up a, a man who is out as a homosexual and say what's up, so many people automatically assume that that man is gay. Like, that, that is, it's not crazy. I can't say it's crazy, but it's crazy. You get but what I'm saying? Like, like, why would you joke about his sexuality under a post about anal swabs and then but you've been trying to like at least get in contact with him in some way uh, so it's like right they both do music if i'm playing devil's advocate they could have had a they could have had a advocate. they could have had some type of exchange where like we were supposed to meet up and i hit you on your phone you don't answer but i see you on I see you on social media, and so I'm gonna hit your ass up on social media. It doesn't automatically uh, mean that I want your fucking booty hole. Nigga, take the hint. 
I ain't hit. I ain't respond to you in October. You gonna hit me up in yeah. in February? Nah, bruh. Now, now let me stop playing devil's advocate. Like now, fuck that nigga. So the thing <laughs> no, is, for real. now no real talk. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying it like generally. I ain't trying to defend this nigga. I guess my whole thing is I like why did it take so long for like the gay accusations? Because I'm just saying this whole this lace front, this front lace. He had some better than some of these female rappers. You know what I mean? He had yeah. he had Jonathan come out and lay his shit. Like, I didn't know whose was better, his or Nikki's. Like, they were... <laughs> I mean, Nikki's was better because Tay did Nikki's, but still. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, that was just wild to me. But also, yeah. like, you know, why are we... Like, shut the fuck up. Also, another thing, too, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> But didn't Nas X start out as a troll? Yeah. He was like a a, a Nicki Minaj super fan. Wow. Right. Yeah. So it's like oh, like, wow. I didn't know like that. um six nine rainbow bright motherfucker. Like you just stepped into the ring with like someone that does the same shit as you. He's about yeah. the same shit. Like, don't do that. You know, what and I, mean? I think I he does it better. Girlfriend. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you're built for that. You know, like, the other dudes that you came at, they not, they don't do what you do. They have a different code that they obey by. But not, like, he comes from the same cloth, so, like. <laughs> he's really, a, he's he's really about that troll life. He will troll yeah, your ass online yeah. easily. So why, of all people, do you come at Lil Nas X when he does this? Maybe his he song would know that he like his booty hole, you know, rammed or something well he did like takashi did like post a video saying oh no uh that wasn't true like, he made it seem like yeah, he said it wasn't true it's was like so we're gonna create screenshots for the no bro no. that's where that's where any like on, you know it's true when he gotta come out and defend himself anytime yeah. y'all decide to make a video it just looks bad for you like <laughs> i don't understand why y'all don't fucking get this shit why like just, just take the Jay Z approach and just do not respond. Like that's it. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. Respond. Like who gives just a fuck? Do not respond. Right. Like all right, that's cute. But no, it's not true. Like yeah, nigga. But Takashi's response that's to everybody art. and everything, every single time. He needs to respond to his dentist because them damn teeth are big as fuck, yo. Like, he's, that shit shaved the fuck down, <laughs> These are the veneers that I be talking about. When I'm oh, like, there's a way to get them done, and then there's like, a way. Them shit's like chiclets, like, for bro, real. They're like, all yeah, one like, size like, going across, bro. It was like he getting like out hysterectomies, like, when he going oh. down on bitches, like, my nigga just, dang, 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 dang. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so gross. Yeah, yo, and then you got the beard shit. Like, bro, you like a leprechaun, my nigga. Like your shit grows <laughs> in disgusting, bro. Uh, like, that shit looks disgusting. Yeah, Takashi, no. please go. We mm -mm. please go away. All <laughs> right, so we're gonna wrap up the show. Of course, we're not gonna do the red light special again this week because we are saving your letters for a special episode. So if you still, you know, you still have some time to get your letters in, if you want to ask us anything, any advice, have any questions for us ladies, send us a DM at Crazy Sexy Cool Pod on Twitter or on Instagram, or shoot us an email at crazysexycoolpod at gmail.com. 
and we just may answer your question on the show. So get those in so we can read y'all. <clears throat> so before we uh, end the show today, Elizabeth, do you have a quote for us this week? Or I mean, I guess I guess I could do some little song or something. Look, hold on. So, wait, wait. Before you get into it, can we address the daylight raspy oh point that you got going on? <laughs> so Vegas is back open, guys, and pretty much. And I mean, it's slowly but surely opening. And um, yes, I'm back at work, so come see me at daylight. Only if you come and spend money. And um, <laughs> <laughs> only and, way. Only way you're gonna be able to see me if you're spending money. And um, anywho, um, yeah, my voice is like this is because I have to yell over the music and repeat myself like a thousand times. <laughs> so, you know, Vegas is back open, so come, come see me. I mean, y'all need to. We need a crazy, sexy, cool day at daylight, guys. I mean, we can do that. Invite some fans. What? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's just, look, Liz, you're surprising me because I'm confused about that life. Okay. So, everyone, we're going to pull up on Liz and spend money. Yes, honey. Like a, 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 a fan meet and greet? <laughs> Something like that. Sounds pretty nice. Sounds okay. Nice. Let me get into this quote. Yes, what's the quote? So, the, so the quote of the day says... Uh, sometimes you have to take two steps back to take ten forward. Nipsey Hustle. All right. That's just how I'm feeling today. I don't care if y'all don't feel me. Don't say anything. Just because we don't sip, just because we don't be like, oh my god, yes, girl. Oh no, that's that's not why I'm. That's not that's that's not why I'm referring to it. I'm referring to it because the last time I said something, y'all did. The last time. That's why. Last time it's bullshit, bro. I said something about happiness. I don't even remember what it is. What's bullshit about happiness? Yeah, I don't know. Jesus Christ. I don't know about that, dog. I know we both. It was was something about smiling through the bullshit. But sometimes we. Yeah, nah, nah. We gotta be real. But no, this was a good quote. No, this was a really good quote. Mm hmm. I fucked with that one. And see, the cast from uh, Coming to America 2 should take that. You know, sometimes you got to, like, just stand back, maybe two steps. I'm just saying. You know, maybe rewrite some of them jokes or something and maybe reconfigure some of those wigs, you know, for it to... Your mm. kid over. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week, and we'll see you next week. We out. Take care. Hey.